A lot of organizations are using digital signage to show messaging for both internal and external audiences. Alignment between these internal and external communications is crucial. When these are out of sync, it can lead to confusion, distrust, and even reputational damage. Ooh. So to talk about how you can better align your messaging, I'm here with Debbie DeWitt, Marketing Communications Manager for Physics. Hi, Deb. Thanks for talking to me today. Hi, Derek. No problem. Love to be here. Of course, uh, I'd like to thank uh, everybody out there for listening as well. Don't forget you can subscribe to the podcast and follow along using a transcript on the Physics website. You can also review this podcast on IMDb if you like it. Whether you're using digital signage or not, our podcast gives you practical tips for communications and content to better engage your audience. I'm Derek DeWitt. Welcome to Digital Signage Done Right. Okay, so to start, let's give a quick overview of what we mean by internal communications versus external communications. Well, I think internal communications is pretty obvious to our listeners. It's messaging to your employees, your staff, volunteers, anybody inside the organization. You know, this is going to be things like HR notices, progress to goals, and things like that. Mm. Whereas external communications can be for customers in places like restaurants or hotels, you know, banks, sports facilities, museums, pretty much any retail setting. Um, You might have students if you're a school or it's on a college campus. Or visiting parents or other alumni and so on. People who aren't attending at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Certainly in hospitals and clinics, you've got your patients and visitors. And then obviously in government offices, you've got the general public. That could be true for community centers, you know, chambers of commerce, nonprofits. So external communications are those messages you're putting out to anyone outside your organization. Right. And these are two quite different audiences, really. Uh, What's the overlap between internal and external messaging? Well, yeah, those are different audiences, but there's a consistency in that you want everyone to experience your overall brand the same way. You know, you want to present a clear message and present the company in a certain way to everybody. So your core messages about your company, your mission, your values and your brand, those all need to be consistent. And I'll also say transparency is a very important topic today to both internal and external audiences. Mm -hmm. So, you know, those two forms of communication have got to work together. So what can happen if uh, the internal and external modes of communication don't align? Well, misalignment can happen when your internal messaging is inconsistent with external communications, but it can also happen when your internal messaging doesn't really reflect the reality of the organization's operations or your culture. So, for example, having an external facing uh, message, something like uh, our employees are our most valuable asset. And then for the internal messaging, it's just work harder drones. Right. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be, you know, work harder drones or work longer hours or something like that. It could just be that like you're showing all goals or all KPIs or whatever, but you're giving no recognition, Mm. you know, no wellness tips, no things like that. So it basically comes down to if you say it publicly, you need to walk your talk internally and vice versa. Because otherwise, people, and especially employees, are just going to call bullshit. (laughs) That's for sure. I think we see this all the time. We see this constantly where uh, companies are saying things exactly like this. Our employees are very important. And then, you know, then we find out Amazon drivers have, you know, piss bottles and uh, they're they're not allowed breaks. And uh, people are being pressured to uh, work overtime with no extra pay and things like this. And it, it really does smell of hypocrisy. 
Yeah, I think we see it a lot in environmentalism. I think Uh you get a lot of greenwashing. I think you have companies out there saying, you know, how much they are working toward, you know, cleaning up carbon or how important the environment is to them. But then internally, like there's not even a recycling program. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and I think uh, people are savvy enough these days that many times people will look at the external facing messaging and then kind of check up on it, you know. Well, not only that, they don't just check up. They will out you. Like, they just will. There's nothing secret. You know, it's all online now. So, yeah, it used to be maybe that, obviously, your internal messaging was just memos or newsletters. And then, you know, externally, you had a poster or a, I don't know, an ad in an airplane magazine that maybe your employees didn't even see. But now, everybody sees everything. So, Mm -hmm. they're going to call it if they're like, these two things do not match up. You know, there's an old article in Fast Company uh, that I read that talks about something called the reputation gap. Yeah. And it uh, calls out two great quotes. One is by Abraham Lincoln. Quote, character is like a tree and reputation like its shadow. The shadow is what we think of it. The tree is the real thing which I think is quite nice. Mm -hmm. And then one of my faves, Benjamin Franklin said, it takes many good deeds to build a good reputation and only one bad one to lose it, which is very, very true. Yeah, absolutely. You know, reputation gap is that difference between what you think people think about you or your brand and what they really think about you or your brand. And, you know, we're talking about consistency in communications you know, making your internal and external communications work together can help shrink that reputation gap. Okay, but how much are people sort of uh, misaligning things? Uh, Are they using different messages or brand looks for different audiences or how how is it happening? Yeah, I think uh, as much as messaging plays a part, branding is a big one, identity, brand standards, and they are certainly misaligning those. Um, A study called the impact of brand consistency from a place called the Demand Metric Research Corporation, which, you know, sounds heavy to me. DMRC. Yeah. I mean, it's got We're weight. We're watching. <laughs> it's got weight. <laughs> but this study said less than 10% of participants said their brand presentation is very consistent. Ah. Yeah. And 95% of those organizations have brand guidelines, but only a quarter of them have formal guidelines that are consistently enforced. So a quarter of them consistently enforce formal guidelines and still only 10% have consistent messaging anyway. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, over 60% reported that materials are always, often, or sometimes created that don't conform to brand guidelines. The always is concerning. How can you have brand guidelines and then report that they are always not conforming to brand guidelines? It makes no sense to me, but that's a big number. Oversight. There's no oversight would be my guess. Yeah, and I've heard of this. I had a friend who worked for IBM years ago and said, oh yeah, there's this whole you know identity kit and we have PowerPoint presentations we're supposed to use, but I make my own every time. <laughs> oh, that could be it. It's just pe- people going maverick out there, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a lot about visual consistency. Those stats certainly are, but mm. that's just as important as the content of your communications. And if you're not consistent in your look, I very much doubt you're being consistent in your messaging. Yeah, that's probably true. So what are some of the benefits of aligning internal and external communications? So I've got several here that came from a great article on Livestorm, and we'll put a link to that in the transcript. The first one is that using the same look and language avoids confusing your employees and your customers. Right. Everybody's saying the same thing instead of there's one message for us and one message for clients. Right. That can get very confusing. 
So unified messaging helps you come across as genuine and creates trust. Right, just like uh, transparency, authenticity, and clarity build trust. And I think authenticity is the key here. Don't greenwash. Don't do things so that you just give the appearance of creating authenticity. Actually be authentic. Yeah, be transparent, but when people can see what you're doing, you have to be authentic. You're backing it up. And then clarity, going back to not causing confusion, that all builds trust and it all bolsters Mm. your internal culture Mm -hmm. because, you know, your employees feel more informed and customers don't get conflicting messages. Right. And of course, when employees understand the messaging and values that you're showing to clients or to the public, then that helps them align what they're doing with the overall business strategy. Yeah, we've talked a lot about all of your communications need to stem from a strategy. And if you've made that very clear to your employees, and it's not just, hey, this is our mission statement, these are our goals, this is our strategy to get there, but why? And get that buy-in from them, and then they can become brand ambassadors. Mm. You know, since they know you're advertising, word of mouth is still a thing out there. Yeah, it's it's basically uh, an additional marketing channel. Yeah, another benefit of aligning these communications is that you get collaboration and that provides valuable insights and ideas because, you know, you get more diverse opinions. And as we've talked about in one of our blog posts that we'll link to, you eliminate silos. Yeah. Siloing is a thing of the past uh, and getting rid of them uh, really does boost efficiency and productivity. I know for some people who maybe have been in the business a long time, that sounds wrong or counterproductive, but it's actually true. Yeah, and it's not necessarily about not having an org chart or no hierarchy. It's it's really about siloing is more about a mindset, and I encourage you to read that blog. But one of the things that all of this does is it puts your company in a much better position to navigate change. And for example, right now, businesses are in a major state of change. Yeah, that's for sure. I've said this a, a bazillion times. I'll say it another bazillion times. Agility is the key to success in the at least early 21st century. Yeah. Uh, you have to be able to pivot quickly when things um, change suddenly. And uh, it's it's easier to rework one communication strategy or campaign than it is to do two or three or four of them. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if you really have divergent messaging going internally versus externally. You know, you'd have to completely overhaul both versus if you're consistent in your messaging inside and outside, it's just tweaking it. And, you know, a big one is, according to a study by Lucid Press, which is now called Mark, uh, the average revenue increase attributed to always presenting a brand consistently is like a 10 to 20% boost. Huh. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. So th- so all of this is not just intangible feel goods, you know, hey, man, we're, we're in uh, line with the, the young generation. Like, there is a bottom line effect. Yeah, you make and, more money. And it's, and it's quantifiable. I mean, we've... See, again, like I said, this may sound like, no, that can't be right, but there are studies and meta studies and yeah, it really does. Yeah. And it's about, uh, I think that revenue comes from not only being consistent internally and externally, but also within those streams, you Mm -hmm. know, don't keep changing your message around. It's back to those, that core mission, that core brand, that core messaging that needs to be consistent. Okay. All right. All right. You convinced me. It's important to do it. Excellent. And a lot of people don't. (laughs) Uh, What are some of the best practices for aligning internal and external communications? Well, I'd say first and foremost, as I do in all things, you have to get leadership buy-in. You know, if the C-suite or the president of the university, whoever your your boss's boss's boss is, if they aren't committing to this, it's not going to work. 
Mm. You know, you have to commit to consistency and bake it in at every level of the organization. If not, you're going to get those people who go rogue and don't understand what the repercussions are, all these things we just talked about, what the benefits are of not doing it and what some of the downsides are if you do go rogue. Right. Like the guy who's out there creating his own sales materials. Yeah, he might be getting some results, but ultimately he's, he's kind of hurting the company in the long run. Yeah. If not reputationally, then certainly operationally. I mean, what happens when some updated language or legal terms aren't included in his homemade materials? Mm. Someone back at HQ is going to have to deal with the fallout at some point. Mm. And I feel like this goes back to transparency, trust, and training. And yes, that's the three T's and I just made that up. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I think if people truly understand your messaging and why you're presenting things a certain way, they'll get on board. Mm, Yeah, hopefully. One thing I saw repeated a lot when I was looking into this subject uh, is that it's important to develop a shared vision and mission statement, not just three guys in a room deciding this is what's going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, first of all, you do need to get the three guys in a room if that's the way you're going to do it. But you need to write it out. You need to hit that mission, your values, your goals. But then you need to make sure everyone understands and adopts them. Those are three very different things. Creating it, training everyone on it, and making sure it gets adopted. Honestly, you got to kind of beta test. Don't just stick up posters or, or digital signage messages. You, you need to train people. And if something's confusing, you need to rework it, reword it. And honestly, I think there's nothing but upside to, in that process, getting other people's input on what exactly your organization should be focusing on to a certain extent. Yeah, you can't have every single person give input, but certainly... Cats, no. Dogs, no. (laughs) Birds, no. Snakes. Obviously, it's bunnies, but um, no, I mean, it really comes down to having that common understanding of the purpose. You know, all of the stakeholders involved need to be aligned around a central message, and that helps you ensure that your messaging is aligned across all your channels, that internal and external come together because Mm. everybody in your organization, the ship is steered in one direction. Uh, And like we've talked about already, uh, you do need to develop brand standards of some kind. Yeah. And again, train everyone on those and have some sort of controls in place. Go back to that stat where, you know, what was it? Less than a quarter of companies surveyed, they have them, but they don't enforce them. You need to, you need to be able to check up on things. Right. And, and again, don't get all big brother about it. You know, you got to enforce that brand identity or it'll get diluted, but do it in the sense of, Hey, we're all in this together and we're all kind of, you know, we're all working towards the same goals here. Yeah. Carrot versus stick. I'm a big proponent of that. And, you know, on that same topic, I think having cross team collaborations, you know, like have your marketing and your internal communication teams come together. It's Mm. one of the most important best practices I could recommend. I kind of feel like it's also the most obvious, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, if you want internal and external communications to match up, you've got to get the teams that work in those areas, like in the same room. Yeah. I mean, definitely. You want those teams working together on all of these best practices. I think they're the ones who should develop them together. You know, mm. as, you, as you come up with a communications plan or a strategy or best practices for your communications, well, get the people working on internal and external to come up with those together. And that way you're gonna hit any road bumps, you're gonna work out any kinks in the system early on. Mm. You know, and again, that's about buy-in. Sure. 
I think one of the things those collaborations can actually produce are audience profiles. Hmm. You know, internal communications should be experts on all those internal audiences. I mean, we are talking about employees, that kind of thing. Uh, and marketing should have a pretty good idea about their target audiences. So when they collaborate on messaging, they can find conflicts or tweaks needed to deliver campaigns that'll work for each. I mean, you need consistent messaging, but obviously you're not going to maybe advertise to your employees the 10% discount that you're going to do to clients. Right, sure. And when we're talking about these profiles, um, uh, one term for it is personas. And we actually uh, have a previous episode about this mm-hmm. on AI and audience personas and, and how the two things kind of work together. Uh, again, link in the transcript for people that are interested in looking into that further. Yeah, and once you have those audience personas or profiles, I'd suggest you create channel maps for those different audiences. <laughs> okay, another term. What's a channel map? It's another term I just made up. Really? Yes, I'm on a roll today. Hey, you are on fire. I am, I am. So a channel map. Uh, but basically, it was the best thing I could come up for to, to mean having a plan for which communications go on which channels. Oh, okay. You know, even if your messaging is consistent, like I said, it doesn't mean everybody sees everything or that every message goes everywhere. Right, yeah. It's knowing which platforms different communications go on. Like, this would be good for the internet, uh, but for social media, we're going to have to shorten it or we're going to have to uh, change the way that it's... Um, formatted or the focus uh, we're gonna have to add in hashtags you know so on and so forth every communications medium has a slightly different way that it communicates information yeah definitely and you're gonna have recurring messages or recurring campaigns so you can create that channel map to say like for example like hr messages go on the intranet they right, all, not social media right, <laughs> right they go on the intranet back office digital signs and on our microsoft teams feed right new product ads go on the website public social feeds but also on our intranet and our back office digital signs because we want our employees to know what we're saying to our clients sure you know and you'll possibly segment a lot further to get more granular but you know we've talked about this before for digital signage uh basically when you're figuring out what goes on what screen and mm-hmm. it's all about again knowing your audience and knowing the right messaging to put in front of them but with internal and external communications you know you may get some overlap and mm-hmm. that's channel map is just a way to help you figure out in broad categories what goes where and of course uh you have to plan for roi yes. you have to study <laughs> analyze and and i just can't say this enough and adjust over time Always. So if you aren't measuring success, everything we've talked about is a waste of effort. And, you know, I know we kind of say that at the end of all of these episodes, but it's really true. We're giving it. <laughs> Do what I told you. <laughs> no, no. That's that bad message again. Yeah, no, right. no. Uh, but, you know, measure that success. Set up goals that are realistic. If this is the first time you're doing it, you're going to have to adjust, obviously. And I think a lot of it starts again with that buy-in. A lot of that is just starting the conversation. I'd start, honestly, at the internal comms and marketing level. Mm. Uh, and if you're a digital signage manager, you need to be in the room too. And then take it upstairs. You know, Take it upstairs and see what they think and get that buy-in. And then it can get pushed out, not down, get pushed out in a way that you know, you can hope works. Sure. Absolutely. Let's call it communications irrigation. Another term. Another oh, term. this is awesome. Three original terms in one episode. Come You're on, welcome. people. You're welcome. Value for money. You're welcome, buzzcard bingo players. <laughs> 
So to wrap up, it's clear that aligning internal and external communications is crucial for any organization that wants to build trust, engage stakeholders, and achieve its goals, which I hope is every organization, regardless of what you do. Uh, some ways to do that are to implement brand standards, uh, create a shared vision and mission statement, use cross-functional teams, and foster transparency. But none of that will work unless you have buy-in at every level and provide employee training and feedback systems. Because if you get everyone on board, then you can pretty much be sure that your internal and external messaging is aligned and effective. Nice one. <laughs> nicely, nicely summarized. <laughs> I'd like to thank uh, Debbie DeWitt, Marketing and Communications Manager for Visix, for talking to me today about aligning internal and external communications. Uh, thanks, Deb. Uh, stimulating talk, as always. Uh, you're welcome. I love talking about communications. You know it. She does. She does. As do I. Uh, everybody out there, thank you for listening. I remind you again, there is a transcript on the physics website of the conversation that we just had with links to all of the studies that we referenced. For more free stuff, head to resources on physics.com for guides, videos, and more to help with your visual communications. Please subscribe and share and contact us for information about our digital signage solutions.